your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Friday. Pretty nice out. I don't want to be in here, honestly. It's hard to call in hooky, though, when you're doing a live radio show. I guess I could have did it not live, but recorded it a couple hours ago. 608-785-7914. Kind of a lot of things on, on my little planner here that we could talk about. It's a lot of things. Uh, I will say this, though. There's a, there's a testing site for COVID-19 right now, La Crosse County. Uh, National Guard testing site. It goes until 6 p.m. Oh, it's over. There's no test available. Man, they just posted that the line was pretty short. No more tests available. So that's interesting. The La Crosse County National Guard testing site ran out of tests. That's where we're at. Seems about right. Uh, yeah, there, I was going to say there's a t- there was a 10-minute wait an hour ago, and there's only an hour left. So if you wanted to get tested, too bad. You can't get tested anymore. They ran out of tests. You know, the, And at times, the, the county kind of shares these updates throughout the day on how long the wait time is. 2 p.m., the, update, the, the wait time was 45 minutes. At noon, the, the wait time was an hour. Uh, and they ran out of tests. And, and you can see uh, somebody on every post, the, this person named Megan is sharing the same post on every post. So she's sharing a picture. I'm not reading the post, but every post. Thanks, thanks Megan. You're just bombarding the La Crosse County, County Health Department. with. Uh, and that's another thing I kind of wanted to talk about. Is I, I, I don't want to get it. This isn't an idea I have. I've, I've divulged, I divulge, I've, I've, I want to do a show on this, but I kind of want to talk to somebody about it. But the idea of banning or, or getting rid of Facebook comments on, on like on, on the quote unquote like pages, the pages you like. So for example, the lacrosse County health department site, but that would, it, that would probably deter, that would probably be a disservice to the community because the lacrosse County health department is doing is does a great job and replying to a lot of those those posts, those comments, those questions, except Greg Lewis because he just trolls all those posts with his with his better knowledge of the virus. Uh, but but everyone else, not everyone else, but they do a great job of, of being very nice and answering questions without getting you know that social media outrage that we want to that we want to see that and and that was kind of my idea is that that you know maybe we should ban comments on on these pages or get rid of them. Would that solve any problems? But with that, I, I saw this post, and it's kind of going around. There, I don't have the group. So for all I know, it could be fake. could be a fake post. could be fake screenshots from a different post. But uh, this person shared that he, th- these are people in our community. That might not be. They might just have liked this certain page. But uh, comments in a recent protest on a lacrosse-based page is what he posted. And uh, if you know any of these fo- folks, give them a big... <laughs> F you from me is what he posted. But he screenshot a bunch of these posts. There was a protest in La Crosse County on Tuesday. And, you know, kind of the same deal. They start at Riverside Park. And if I remember right, seeing the pictures, there were a lot of nice pictures. I don't know exactly how many people were there. Maybe 100. I don't know if anyone wants to call 608-785-7914 and let me know how many people were there. And what, the, you know, I think they, they, they started at Riverside Park and rock, walked through downtown. And, uh... Posted pictures, and maybe these pictures ended up on this you, one of these, you know, quote unquote. You might be from lacrosse pages, or it could be any. It could be any kind of lacrosse based page. I, I don't know the page, but uh, a lot of uh, comments from 
you know, uh, underneath these pictures of people walking down, you know, like Third Street, if I remember right. They were walking down the road in, in downtown Lacrosse. And the comments aren't good. I'll read them in a little bit, but that's just another thing I, I, I did want to just kind of bring up and, and discuss and the idea of protesting too in general and, and just how, how it does and doesn't work. Um, but all right, so we're going to go to the phones. Eric from Sparta calling in. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, I wish uh, I like your show, Rick. I wish you answer more calls and encourage more calls. That's all I want to say. Thanks. Okay. Eric, always that was kind of like a, a you know, build him up and then take him down comment. Eric, I put just about I put everybody that calls in out. I mean, and it's Friday. Honestly, like Friday, but I think you're all doing better, better things than to call into a radio show. But that, if you want, 608-785-7914, I will put you on until I don't want to talk to you anymore. And then I will hang up on you. Uh, it doesn't happen. I'm kidding. Like eventually it'll happen because I can't just talk to you forever. Uh, yeah, so I want to talk about the, uh, the these posts on us protest. A couple other things I had. Where did my little note package go? Um, Brad came in here right before the show. Brad Williams, Wisdom News. He works about 92 hours a week. But uh, he said, I heard on the scanner possible gunfire in Dakota, Minnesota, but I haven't seen anything or heard anything back. Um, and, and then he mentioned as he kind of walked out, possible homicide, apparently. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? So, uh, But we're not getting any... any uh, feedback back from authorities there uh bringing students back to school i kind of wanted to bring that up i'm trying to get my friend to give me a call and and talk about that who who works in this in a school district around here Uh, i mentioned a little bit yesterday but i just i want to talk to him before i talk about it anymore because i don't know he knows he's in the school um yeah those protests tuesday the they're on wisdomnews.com too we have two stories about I guess shootings, and one is about an infant death. So, Prairie du Chien man has been arrested for the death of a three-year-old, and then the 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 police did arrest uh, two adults and one juvenile in that shooting that happened yesterday morning. So, those are a couple of things I want to talk about, and and really just kind of break down the idea of protesting and what does and doesn't work, and these comments that somebody posted in a lacrosse page that are pretty pretty awful. I won't swear, but. Uh, they're awful if they're if they end up being true. I, I I don't know what group it is, but um yeah. So I think uh got one one caller coming in. Oh yeah, hey Joe, Joe, Joe. Hey Joe, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to say that I agree with uh, the uh, city council um, allowing 25 grams or less of marijuana uh, as to be like a smaller penalty. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. I, I kind of all forgot about that. Thanks, Joe, for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, the idea that we're going to – what, what the fine's going to be a dollar if you have less than 25 grams of, of marijuana? If you're, I guess. Something like that. I don't agree with Atlanta uh, legalizing OMVIs. I don't get that. Legalizing what? I, I missed it. OMVI. I don't know what you're saying. Atlanta, city of Atlanta. Okay. It's, not, it's your choice if you don't want to get arrested. Portal on VI. Okay, I don't know. You just steal. You just steal the taser and shoot it at the cop, and then the cop gets fired and charged for murder. So you, you don't have to do your own VIs anymore in Atlanta. O W I. That's what you're saying. I couldn't. I don't know. O M V I O W I. Whichever Atlanta oh, should not have legalized. Drunk driving. So Atlanta's legalized drinking and driving. Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, a guy that got pulled over, and then he decided he didn't want to go downtown for the OWI, so he stole the cop's taser and shot at him with it, and they killed him, and all the cops were charged with murder. So oh. Sounds like legal OWI to me. All right. I'll have to look it up. But I, I kind of, I, f- I feel like I remember watching a video of that, but I, uh, I, I can't, can't tell you for certain. Anyway, we got a break for Brad doing the news. We'll be back. Joe, if you want to call me back and, and kind of break it down a little bit better, feel free. I just had to get to the news. Thanks a lot for calling. 608-785-7914, talk and text line. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM, 608-785-7914, the talk and text line. So talk, you can do that. You dial and you call and uh, or text. Either way, I'll try to get to him. Uh, the testing site in, in the Cross County, the National Guard testing site at Logan High School, out of tests. So we're done. We can't get any. We, you, if you were trying to get in there last minute, last 40 minutes here, uh, you're not going to be able to do that. Um, 22 cases of the virus today, back up to 20. I think we've gone eight or nine days without uh, over 20 cases. So we're, we're back up there. Most of them, again, 20-year-olds. I uh, put a story on wisdomnews.com early this morning about the idea of a mask mandate and whether or not we should have a mask mandate. And the Cross County Health Director, Jen Robalski, seems to want one, but she doesn't know if she has the legal authority to do one. Meanwhile, the city of Winona imposed one. Rochester, I think, did Wednesday. Winona's went into effect noon today. Dane County is doing a mask mandate on Monday, beginning at 8 a.m., so I was thinking, like, okay, if Rochester, a city, Winona, a city, are doing it in La Crosse County Health Director, the county, right? She doesn't know if she can do it. So, okay, maybe that should have been on the city council's agenda last night as well, as you know, along with passing marijuana laws and a hundred nineteen million dollar uh, five year capital improvement budget plan. Uh, maybe they should have talked about having a mask mandate. I don't know. Uh, maybe they did. I, I I didn't I didn't see it though. Uh, that would have been something. That would have been interesting. Uh, maybe maybe next month, but Jen Rabalski is trying to go other avenues to to have a mask mandate, uh, doing through through municipalities and whatnot. So we'll see where that is. Uh, if Dane County can do it, why can't Lacrosse County do it? What's the difference there? I wasn't I was wasn't exactly sure uh, why. And if it, 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 we'll see, I guess it, come Monday, will somebody try to you know fight that? Maybe take it to court. Uh, seems like the easiest thing to do. We're if we're uh, Rumbalski too. She talked about doing it through the municipalities and likened it to liking this mandate to the idea that you know, on Alaska, the city of Onalaska bans smoking inside public buildings. Remember when we smoked in public buildings, and that was kind of a weird thing. <laughs> now that you look back on it, guy, just in college, I hated. Uh, coming back from the bars and then your your uh, all your clothes smelled like smoke so you couldn't wear them to class the next morning because then everybody would know you wore that at the bar last night. Now you can wear the same clothes every day because they don't smell like smoke. That's the priority I have there with the smoking issue. But um, yeah, so a mask mandate, kind of like a smoking ban. Uh, we could do that, right? Like do it through that avenue. Would you have a problem with that if you had to wear a mask? I think the workers at those stores would be very much appreciative if you didn't, if you did wear a mask. 
Uh, 608-785-7914. Okay, so I want to get to this. So on Tuesday, there was a, and I'm, I'm guessing here at a lot of this stuff, but I, the comments are the comments, and they're just like, this is, this is a, 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 an, something you see on social media all the time, and kind of why a lot of people go to social media, not to comment, but to, to read the comments. How many times have you looked at a story on, uh, like a Washington Post story or a, I, I go to like Bernie Sanders page or Donald Trump's page sometimes just to read the trolls, right? Like the 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 bots and the the uh, the Russian the Russian Facebook posts, right? Like the fake Russian Facebook posts. Uh, you just you want to go to some of those stories and go. Oh, I wonder what the comments look like in this thing. And I think that's Facebook's idea of keeping you on Facebook too, because they show you one comment. And I was like, why did they show me this comment? Because I very much disagree with this comment. And I want to comment back against it. But I'm not going to do it. Every once in a while, I do. But um, so I think Facebook's trying to trick you into staying in there by by showing you by a having comments and then b showing you like one comment that they've you know their algorithms have figured out that this is really going to outrage you and force you to comment back, which then makes the post all that much more popular and therefore more people might comment back on that post. Uh, but yeah, Tuesday there was a lacrosse. I, I believe this was like a, like a youth campaign, I, I, um, a, a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest. Well, however, you, you know, whatever different uh, angle you want to take there, uh, essentially like a, a you know over policing of Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Um, and the the person that he he just took some screenshots. And he said, these are in our community, people. And the comments in this post are on one of those lacrosse-based Facebook pages. And, okay, so just imagine there's there's pictures of people protesting, walking down 3rd Street, holding Black Lives Matter signs, and, you know, most of those people being black. Uh, so uh, the comments, a lot of F-bombs, effing idiots. They need to, they need an effing beatdown. Fire hose there, butts. I'll say butts there. I think I could say the A word there, but I won't. Uh, this is re- ridiculous. They should be arrested. F them. I'm over this stupid bleep. I have no problem running you the F over. Why don't they all get real jobs? What a bunch of dumb effers. I think these are like high school students. For You know, I, I guess everybody, but it's. It, I believe the, the protest itself was put on by a youth group. So, like, high school students kind of set this up. And uh, so, get a real job, you, you know, 16-year-olds. Yeah, it wouldn't stop me. I'd go nice and slow, at least give them a chance to move. And what's interesting about Facebook, right, is as long as you're not a fake Russian bot, these are are your names to this post. And now they've been screenshot. So, uh, if you go to the comments on this guy's, you know, screen, a lot of people are, like, breaking down who these people are. You know, so-and-so is the owner of this bar and, hey, this kid, you know, goes to this school or you know, a lot of that. Like, they're just kind of some of some of these people know these people and then they kind of expose them. Um, I believe in the uh, y- you see this all the time. I, I kind of posted this in my I didn't kind of I actually did. I posted it in the story on masks. So yeah, the idea that we're we're recording a lot of these people that are outraged about the most basic of things like masks right so i i threw one of those those um those outraged videos of of somebody outraged uh for having to wear a mask a guy at costco he's of course he's at costco right and there's a mask order at costco and he's not wearing a mask so workers are you know like hey 
could you please put a mask on? And this guy, this guy's going crazy. It's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if he swears here, but so I can't play the sound, but it's, I mean, he's enraged and he's like getting in people's faces without a mask on and just screaming at them. So what happens, you know, his face goes out to social media. This guy was in Fort Myers at a Costco and then they, they figure out who he is. They show the video to his workplace and what happens? Oh, he's an insurance agent at this, at this place in Florida. Well, Dan Maples, you're fired. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Like, hey, maybe uh, maybe don't be doing this stuff in public. Maybe don't be posting, uh, you know, semi-racist things uh, underneath a protest post on Facebook with your name on it. Um, but but the idea here too is I, I kind of want to get into it if I can after the after the news break here is is how we should go about protesting because. You know, walking down the street, I remember seeing a video of, you know, their their protesters and the first person, the first driver waiting for these protesters to get by was a big semi truck. And I'm just putting myself in the shoes, so to speak, or in the seat of the semi driver. Right. And he's waiting. I don't know how long I just saw it. And, and, you know, I didn't think much of it, except that I I felt a little bad for the guy in the semi truck. Right. Because that guy's trying that guy's probably working. And he's probably trying to get from point A to point B to make his delivery. And then, you know, if he's done with for the day, he's done for the day after that. But he's got to wait for these protests. And you'll a lot of times see, hey, I had to wait for these protests, but I didn't mind. Um, you know, they need they need a voice. Uh, but I always feel bad, you know, for some of these people because I think they're going to work. So the idea of protesting, you know, should we be doing it in the streets while people are just trying to get from point A to point B? The people in front of the line in the streets can see the protest. The people in the back of the line have no idea why they're waiting. Maybe they think there's a there's a accident or something. And then finally when they get up there, they just see that, oh, there's a bunch of people in the street. And then they're kind of disappointed or mad or maybe they don't like feel too good about having to wait for your, you know, like I had to wait for your stupid protest. I'm just trying to get home. Like I, I didn't even see what your protest was about. I'm just driving by at this point. Um, on the flip side, protests, that's the whole point is to inconvenience you and then you to figure out what the protest was about and why. And then maybe, you know, you start looking into that a little bit more. So, all right, we're going to try to break that down a little bit more. And we got some other things on the docket. Of course, that city council meeting. Thanks for Joe for bringing that up again. I just, I kind of blank because I was, I was thinking about these posts and, and just a little bit outrage. Like, yeah, these, these are people in our community and they're, you know, showing their racism just over kids protesting. Black Lives Matter, like, big deal. All right, we'll be back after this. Scott's comment coming up. Brad with the news. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914, the talk and text line. Just talking about the post shared on social media that was screenshots from another post that was shared on social media about a protest that happened i believe on tuesday a lot of ifs here but i don't have any reason to believe that none of this is true i i, I wish I'd, i had the original post so i could just kind of look at it myself but i'm not in the group i'm not cool enough to be in the you know might you know quote unquote you might be from lacrosse group or whatever group it is that has to deal with lacrosse um i will say just one more quick reminder the testing site that's at logan high school is closed they ran out of tests which is kind of an indication of where we're at with this virus as we got 22 cases today, um, I was reading a story, too, on the AP 
Associated Press website. Just I just kind of real quick. Uh, it was about schools reopening, and you know Donald Trump in a meeting, and he's got teachers. Apparently, the 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 lead up to the into the story, the lead of the story is kind of he's got teachers and parents surrounding him. He's talking at this round table, and then he's got the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Usually, and they write usually the leader of disease fighting efforts was regulate relegated to a second to secondary seating in the back with children of parents who had been v- invited to speak. So the health expert is essentially, if you're if you're at Thanksgiving, he's at the kids' table. We've put the health expert at the kids' table in a in a in a meeting about reopening sk- schools and how we're going to do that safely amid a virus. Okay, <laughs> it's just a funny, funny thought. Like, is he is he slouched over? Does he need mom to come, you know, cut his cut his steak or anything like that? So, uh, can you put some gravy on my mashed potatoes, mom? All right, uh, Eric Spart is calling back. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, I think that uh, the big box stores like Walmart, Women's, and uh, Quick Grip should all require anybody entering their store to wear a mask or provide one for them. They are these, they are the spawners of this thing, but they don't care. I was with Walmart the inspector. People all over the place, no mask, sneezing, all kinds of crap. Man, people just sneezing at Walmart and Sparta. Uh, yeah, we're we're trying. I think the Lacrosse County Health Director is trying to get there. Eric, I understand uh, the dilemma. It's kind of funny we ran out of tests. The National Guard testing site. The last time they did that, we did not run out of tests. Uh, I know they and they did one. I don't know if it was literally Trimpolo County, but in that area, at one point, kind of late in the day, probably about a month ago or so, Trimpolo County's health department just posted, "Hey, anyone that wants a test, just come get one." So you could just experience the test because they had tests. You know, you got tests. We're going to use them. Um, there's, there's, you know, like. There's, we have asymptomatic people, so I, f- I feel like if anyone wants a test, they should be able to go get one, but we ran out of tests today. And we're trying to make a mask order. General Balski's trying to do that, kind of like a no-smoking indoors order, only requiring masks indoors order. That's that's what she's trying to do. Uh-oh, Brad's sneaking in here. Brad, if you have news, there's a mic over there somewhere. I don't know how to do that. I don't know if you're potted up in that in that way. We'll see if I can even uh, if if, we, if I can even remember how to get you up on on the uh, on this thing. Well, while while you're doing that, oh, you're gonna do it that way. Okay, I can do that. I'll put uh, Tom. I'll put you on hold. Just hold tight. Oh, or I hang up. Uh, Tom, I think I hung up on you. Okay, Brad's. I would have let you finish talking to Tom, but he That's hung up. Oh, he's there. But go ahead, Brad. I got you. Okay. Well, we, we have been uh, talking about uh, a good number of cases, active uh, crime cases happening today. There was the the manhunt in uh, Crawford County. That man is uh, now in jail, uh, suspected in the death of a three-year-old boy. Uh, we had the Buffalo County court hearing today for the man accused of, of killing a woman more than three years ago in Buffalo County. And uh, there was the report of uh, gunfire in Winona County in the Dakota area, and now we have a release from the Winona County Sheriff's Department that there was indeed a death there. And uh, there is a person 
uh, investigated and in custody. The uh, sheriff's office in Winona County says they received a 911 cell phone call from a man who said he had just killed his wife. Then the connection was lost. And this was in the area of County Road 12 in Dakota. And uh, they went to the scene and found that uh, the man who was there had uh, non-life-threatening injuries, but the woman was dead in the residence. We were talking about a 79-year-old man and a 72-year-old woman here. And they're not releasing names yet, but they did release the ages there. And uh, they may not have much more information over the weekend, but once again, a 79-year-old man uh, reportedly called Winona County and said he had killed his wife. Uh, A woman was found dead, shot to death at that house in the Dakota area, and there may be charges there. Do you think, you say he may have killed his wife, do you think it was one of those deals where the gun accidentally went off, or do you think he like tried to kill his wife i mean we're just we're just guessing here but i'm we i mean we don't have much more than that it could be a, considering the ages that we're talking about it could have been an illness and uh, but we don't know at this point that okay. that he he might have uh, it, that if he did shoot her then uh, it it may have been a case that perhaps she was ill and uh, we have heard about cases like that before but once again we don't know this is what we know right now Okay, so we have that happen at Dakota and Prairie to Shane or a Prairie to Shane man who who may have killed an infant. And then we had the shooting on three years old. Okay, a toddler. And then we had the shooting uh, Thursday at 3 a.m. on the north side of La Crosse. Is that it? A gunfire incident where nobody was hurt, apparently. But there are three people suspected in the gunfire case. Okay, so those are the three. Do you want more? No, I was wondering if there was a fourth one. Was there a fourth well, one? The fourth one was the, the Buffalo County case where the woman was found buried and she had died three years earlier. Okay. That, that, that was it. That was what I was wondering. All right. Thanks, Brad. Okay. <laughs> Brad Williams breaking some news on the Crosstalk PM. Not great news, though. I should settle down. That's, it would be more somber there. Uh, a, shooting, uh, a shooting death in Dakota or around Dakota. So, all right. Don't have any other information on that, but that's what we got. And it should be on wisdomnews.com in a little bit, along with that Prairie to Shane guy who may have killed a three-year-old boy. That shooting that happened yesterday morning. Derailing the show, Brad. Just derailing the show. But I appreciate it, bringing up uh, some of that stuff. All right. So where were we? Was I talking about mass? Yeah, look, Eric from Sparta calling again. I think Eric calls... Eric calls a couple of times, but you know, every day he's, he's kind of worried about why he's been that way for a while. And it's, uh, it's kind of funny. He was, he was ahead of the game on that because he's been, even when Grant was helping out with the show early in the pandemic, uh, Eric was calling saying, wear a mask. And, and we were kind of up in the air at that point. Uh, cause, cause lacrosse County was getting like one case a day. Remember that when we were getting one and then we'd have three cases and be like, Oh man, three cases. Is this the start? Is this the beginning of the run? And now we, you know, 22 cases, no big deal because it's all 20-year-olds and they're all immune to the virus. And none of those 20-year-olds are, are going to your house, right? None of those 20-year-olds have parents that they're going to go ho- home to at some point. None of those 20-year-olds are asymptomatic and don't know they have the virus and can't go to the National Guard testing site, which ran out of tests, and get tested if they were associated with somebody that was symptomatic. At least, you know, that's the only way you get tested. You have to have a symptom to go get tested, you know. So you can't even be like, well, I was uh, at so-and-so bar that's on the La Crosse County Health Department list for being high risk, and I was there quite a while. I didn't have a mask on. Nobody had masks on because we're at a bar drinking, 
and I want to get a test. But do you have any symptoms? Well, no. Okay, see you later. All right, so should we take a break? We could take a break and just kind of reset. Uh, we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. I feel like it's kind of a downer show. Not for, you know, any fault of our own. we got to report what's happening. But Friday, man, a lot of bad news. It's the media's fault, right? We're reporting the bad news. Got to report some of the good news. I, I will report some odd news. I'm not reporting it. I shouldn't say I reported it. But it is on the WKTYsports.com website. I'm going to go look. Uh, there's a couple of good stories on there. Uh, the Big Ten Conference canceling football games. Um, NBA practices began. Northwestern, this was interesting a couple days ago, Northwestern football is going to move their game against Wisconsin from Wrigley Fleet Field to Ryan Field. I just kind of thought, like, why would football players want to play football on Wrigley Field? I guess it would be cool to play on Wrigley Field to say you did, but Northwestern's got some pretty sweet, they got a pretty sweet field. Got a pretty sweet campus down there, Chicago area. Play at Wrigley Field. It's baseball. I'm going to be a baseball player. Should be Northwestern baseball should be playing at Wrigley Field. Um, but the story I wanted to I wanted to mention is uh, is right on the homepage there. Look for Richard Sherman, Russell Wilson. NFL players are banned from exchanging jerseys after games. So the NFL's what training camp's going to get started here in a month or so, right? If it gets started in a month or so, we'll we'll see where we're at in a month. But uh, the NFL ban- players are now banned from exchanging jerseys after games. NFL teams will be prohibited post-game interactions within six feet of each other, which means players won't be allowed to exchange jerseys after games as part of the guidelines to help limit the spread of the coronavirus. Well, I think they could throw each other their jersey, right? Like just, Or, or are we trying to ban jerseys because I touched my jersey and have been sweating on it and I'm going to give it to you and my, my coronavirus, my COVID-19 is going to then be exchanged to you? Is that, is that the thinking there? Um, and there's a kind of there's a whole bunch of players and coaches are not required to wear masks, but everyone else on the sidelines is. Okay, everyone with access to the bench area is prohibited from sharing any personal items, including food, towels, clothing, cups. So we're we going to see this where NFL players are going to have to drink their own Gatorade. They're not going to have somebody squirting through the straw, squirting Gatorade into a player's mouth anymore. Because, you know, unless the straw is really long, six feet long straw, squirt it, and then you're, you know, like as long as you're not touching and the straw isn't touching each anyone's mouth, right? Is that okay? Anyone who records a body temperature above 100.4 degrees on game day will not be permitted in the stadium. We're not having fans, though, right? Inactive players must either be designated to a bench area or must remain in the locker room, an empty suite, or some other designated isolated location in the stadium. Can they just stay at home? They're inactive. Can they watch the game? Why not? Why not just keep them at home if you're so worried about it? On-field fan seating. Okay, we're gonna is prohibited. There we go. No fans. Uh, <laughs> so, but the, the the idea here we're we're gonna play football. These guys are gonna line up on the you know on the line of scrimmage. Big hefty dudes at the at the offensive and defensive lines. They're gonna be breathing hard breathing in each other's faces right there, right? They're, they're, or are we going to do this where the line of scrimmage, offensive line gets the line up there, defensive line has to be six feet back, social distance? 
How are we going to tackle social, social distance tackling? So no exchanging jerseys, but they're going to play for three hours a day or whatever it is. I guess the NFL game is like the actual time on the field is like 15, 20 minutes or something. So, uh, But they're going to be in each other's face, tackling each other, breathing on each other, spitting at each other, yelling at each other, I'm sure. And then, uh, and then after the game, social distance. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Doesn't make any sense to me. 608 785 7914. Let's see here. No name. I don't know who this is, but uh, yay for the media. Cancel more stuff right now. Move things toward the liberal socialist agenda. Yay for the media. You guys are loving this. Loving what? Like, I don't even. Yay for the media. So we got an anti media. And then we're going to cancel more stuff. And we're going to move things toward the liberal socialist agenda. Like, okay, there's a lot of lot going on in that text. Sorry, can't really. Uh, I'm not really following you. I uh, talked a little bit of a little bit earlier about this post I saw on Facebook. It's getting shared quite a bit. I mean, it's got nearly a hundred shares right now. A lot of people commenting. The comments are the most interesting, and the post is about comments on Facebook. You know, one of those you might be from lacrosse groups where uh, a protest. I'm assuming pictures from a protest were shared, and on Tuesday, a youth group hosted a, ra- a like a rally or a protest, whatever you want to call it, to uh, protest, you know, George Floyd's death, Black Lives Matter, and just bring awareness to that. And and the, and the comments from these posts are just awful. Uh, uh, some are more awful than others. I mean, this one: "What the hell is wrong with these idiots?" says Jay Dennison. Run them over. Run them the F over, says Ben Sanders. So, uh, like, uh, F them, run them over, Alec Ray. It's just great. Like, you know, what I love is that we're doing this on Facebook, so everybody knows who you are. Um, Another guy, uh, Wade McCunda. I love black people. I have a lot of black friends, but I hate, and then he writes the N-word. Like, good job. He's a little white dude. Um, and then, so in the comments of this post, like people are exposing who these people are. Some of these people own businesses, other people just, you know, like other, just, they, they know these people and be like, okay, well now I know where you stand on stuff. Like, okay, we're going to run protest over protesters over a lot of them, youth under 18 protesting things that we don't see as white people. Like if you go to any of these protests and listen to these people talk, they're saying a lot of things that, oh, really? Oh, you're getting called the N word and saying you haven't, you're having to getting yelled at to go back to the plantation and crap like that every day in school and nobody's doing anything about it. And this is the things that these, you know, that you're having to endure every day or maybe not every day, but quite a bit while you're trying to go to high school, like. Something that nobody's ever thought about. And, oh, we're bringing attention to this by going to a protest. And on the flip side, now we're bringing attention to uh, people outraged by people protesting. And the idea that we're just going to call them the N-word and say run them over and tell tell kids that are 16, 17 years old they need to get a job. Um, oh, it's just awful. I'd rather talk about the NFL and, and, and banning... Uh, Banning the the ability to exchange jerseys after a game, after playing for three hours, spitting each each other's face and and climbing on top of each other and tackling each other. Um, I did talk to my friend. 
about bringing children, bringing students and teachers back to school. I hope to have him come on next week. I'm excited about I'm excited about that if he can come on and, and just kind of break down what he is a teacher is it feels feels about coming back to school. Uh, Donald Trump had a a meeting about this today that was kind of the, the the AP broke down in kind of a funny way. Um, I think we'll go to the phones though. I think Kent's calling in. Kent, Kent, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Hey, Rick, how you doing tonight? I'm I'm all right. Hey, it I'm, is Friday. I'm uh... Glad you're back on the air, and you know, a little hilarious story I want to share with you about tonight. I was sitting out on my deck with one of my sister wives, and this guy walks through the alley with a tablet, and he walked up and said, are you Mr. Porter? I said, yes, I am. I'm with so-and-so with the Republican Party. What do you like about President Trump? I said, well, pretty much everything he's done over the last three and a half years, he's doing a good job. And uh, I remember Trump back from the 80s when he was a playboy doing uh, Studio 51 in New York, and he had a Playboy bunny under each arm, and the guy's just miraculous, you know. And then the guy questioned me, he goes, well, you said you're sitting on the deck with your sister wife. I said, yeah, I have three wives. And he says, well, I said, do you ever watch that show Sister Wife? He says, yeah. I said, well, this is my sister wife, Irene, right here, and she said hi. And my other sister wife, Teresa's at work right now. She works second shift. And then Eileen, our third sister wife, is also at work. This guy was so confused. He just took off and said, well, have a nice day, you know. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Kent. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh, I don't get it, Kent. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 608-785-7914. If you want to call and tell me a story, feel free. Um. Let's see. What else did I have? Brad Williams did break news a little bit ago. That there, there was a, a apparent murder. No, not a murder. At least a, somebody who's been killed, maybe might be shot to death, maybe shot and killed in Dakota. Prairie du Chien, a man was arrested for the death of his three-year-old boy, and La Crosse County has arrested two adults and one juvenile for a shooting that happened yesterday morning. So those three things all happened in the last, what? Last day and a half or so. Um, But yeah, what I was talking about before Ken called and just, <laughs> just told his, his story that I guess I don't get Ken. I don't know if that was a joke or I, I'm not getting it. Uh, But uh, bringing students back into school, hoping to have my friend do that. But the idea, the idea here is that like, we can't even get, professional billion dollar industry sports going and um we've got how many cases of the virus a day so we're going to bring kids back to school there's arguments for and against this and and whether you know i don't know where you stand i I think as a society we it would be a great benefit to have kids back in school um but it's going to be tough like there's you know like the the, all the arguments, right? It, okay, the students are going to come back. A lot of the students maybe are asymptomatic, so you wouldn't even know if they have the virus. Well, then all your students might have the virus, depending on how a classroom is set up. Are those students going to give the teacher the virus? Is the teacher going to be, could the teacher be teaching behind a plexiglass window or something? Like, how is that going to work? Are the teachers going to be in basic classrooms? Are they going to be in some kind of other, you know, in the gym maybe 
maybe sectioned off or at this point we could teach outside, right? But do students want to learn while they're sitting outside and there's a bird in the tree or it's 85 degrees out? That, that's, that sounds awful. Bird in the tree sounds great. You know, like I'd rather watch a bird in the tree, but that's not going to help students learn. Uh, but if it's really hot out, then we don't want to be tough to teach students outside. It'd be, you know, maybe the students could endure that, but the teacher might not want to. And then do the students bring this uh, virus that, that, you know, do they bring it home to mom and dad and, you know, maybe, maybe other people in the house, grandma, grandpa, whoever comes over and do they bring it there and, and does it get spread that way? I mean, we, we've seen that like children, right, are, are a little more immune to this, but uh, not not the parents. Uh, Gary Gary's calling in. Gary, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Rick. How you doing? I'm good. Did you bring Millie with you today? I did not. No, it's not raining out, and someone's, someone's at my house to watch her today, so we're good. Oh, well, yeah, and it's a nice day out, too. Actually, you know, I'm just going to call and tell you, you got to love Eric. He's passionate, and at least he uh, he's trying to spread the word to, to what he feels is the right thing to do and wear a mask. And I don't know if I can argue with him on that. So, yeah, definitely, I don't have a I don't have a problem with that. And he he's always calling and saying I should I need to put more callers on. And I'm I'm like Eric, I put all the calls on. At the, although the Tom called in here and, and hung up on me, so I couldn't get him on. But yeah, is that all you have? Uh, like you said, though, it's a Friday, it's a beautiful night, and it's finally a decent day where a person can sit outside and get something done and not have the sweat boil out of you. So, Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to run out of here and, and go home and enjoy the evening. <laughs> well, there you go. I just called to say have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Gary. And that's going to wrap up the show. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. See you guys later. Have a good weekend yourselves.